Hey there, this is Jenny Potter, and welcome to Self-Sabotage No More, the podcast where we dive into ways to stop self-sabotaging, stop repeating the past, and start creating your ideal future. This podcast is intended to inspire you and give you tangible tools and understanding alongside your personal growth journey. My divine mission is to help you get out of your own way and step into your God-given gifts. I want to make sure that you know I am not trying to diagnose or cure any kind of emotional, physical, or psychological illness. If you feel like you're a danger to yourself or others, please seek help from a qualified health professional. All right, let's jump in and continue along the journey to self-sabotage no more. Hey there, I'm Jenny Potter, and thank you for joining me on my very first episode of Self-Sabotage No More with Jenny Potter. I am a best-selling author and inspirational speaker, and I absolutely love coaching people on helping them get out of their own way. My divine mission is to help others identify and release the obstacles that are holding them back from living their best lives unwrapping and discovering and using their God-given gifts and stopping the self-sabotage that is holding them back from living their absolutely best, beautiful life. And so with that, today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about why I'm no stranger to self-sabotage. You know, some of the things that I did to shift the energy to shift gears so that I stopped self-sabotage and started to step into the flow of life, started to realize my potential and use my God-given gifts. In fact, uh, I want to share with you that before I ever uh, started writing or speaking or uh, doing things like trainings and podcasts and all that fun stuff... I was actually very introverted. I was uh, extroverted with my friends, but I was kind of a closet hermit. <laughs> and everything that was new or involved strangers or involved uh, any kind of confidence, uh, you could count me out. Uh, I very early on found drinking as a way to kind of bolster my confidence and uh, hide from all of the feelings that I was feeling. I uh, am a feeler. <laughs> I do feel other people's emotions and many of us do. And I think that it was just a really confusing time for me as I grew up to be surrounded by feelings I didn't really understand or know what to do with. My book, Self-Sabotage No More, is really a short and easy read on how to approach life in a slightly different way. It talks about not only the fact that we jump into autopilot without even realizing we set this destination at a very young age, uh, which may be a great destination, but for many of us is kind of a sabotage destination. Uh, but not only do we jump into autopilot and, and set filters so that we see the world a certain way, we also collect 
uh, emotion along the way that gets in our way. And so throughout this series, I'm going to discuss with you how we can release that emotion and how we can get out of our own ways. And so uh, I'm going to be giving you lots of tangible tools. In fact, my promise to you is that at the end of each episode, I will give you one tangible tool or exercise or takeaway that you can go on using in your day-to-day life to step more into the flow and get out of your own way. So I mentioned that uh, I had uh, a lot of self-sabotage in my past and, and I don't even love to get into that story, but I do want you to know where I came from. You know, I uh, came from a, a wonderful family uh, where I was taught to uh, wipe that look off your face. So, so you know, get big smile, no matter whether you're feeling sad or mad or grumpy or anything like that. And as I grew up and things happened, uh, I, I began to push down my feelings and specifically anger was something that I did not like to show to others. It was always a rare occurrence if someone saw me angry and usually that was just family, meaning mom, brother, uh, father. And so uh, along the way, I started to use alcohol and drugs to cope uh, with my life and I I didn't do well uh, in that way. I had sort of an unfortunate thing happen to me. I, I started drinking around 12 and by the age of 14, I was a little bit out of control with the drinking and uh, many of my friends were, but I always used to kind of take it to that extreme level. And uh, I was at a party, very drunk, and a guy took advantage of me, uh, held me down and... Um, Things were never really the same after that. I was always already on a path to self-destruction. Uh, but when this happened, I made it mean a few things. I made it mean that I was unlovable, unworthy of love, that I was dirty and that no good man would ever want me. And this is the age of 14. I basically set a filter that I was no longer desirable. I set a filter that I was ugly. I literally would look in the mirror and tell myself that I was ugly, that no one would ever want me. I was very blessed that I had a relationship with God all the way through this. I used to talk to God a lot. Uh, I used to share with him. I used to journal to him. I used to uh, say to him, you know, I know you're going to use this for good, but I was in a lot of pain. And so fast forward from those years, uh, at about the age of 30, I shifted a little bit. Someone came into my life and told me about affirmations. And this was the first thing that I had ever done uh, that started to make a dent. Now, I'm going to tell you that affirmations alone took me a decade <laughs> to shift my energy, but I was committed to it and I showed up every single day. I looked in the mirror and I said three affirmations. And as I got more comfortable with those affirmations, I began to speak more to the mirror and more look myself in the eye and speak goodness into me. 
but I had been through a decade of abusive and difficult relationship, uh, uh, not only with myself, but with a partner. And I kind of, I got out of that and it was awesome. And I'll never forget the day this healer said to me, she showed me affirmations and she said to me, Jenny, you know, what are the three things that you think about every single day? Like, what are your thoughts? What are your recurring thoughts? What are the thoughts that uh, happen in your head over and over? And uh, you could stop and kind of write that question down and ask yourself that later. But notice what you're saying to yourself all the time. For some of you, this is, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. For some of you, it's, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. For some of you, it's, I suck or I'm never good enough, or for some of you, it's I'm beautiful, I'm amazing, I'm incredible, I'm abundant. But for most of us, unless we've done some work, there's some negative thought patterns going on that happen over and over and over again. And for me, what had stuck was, I'm ugly, no one will ever love me, I can't even love myself. And that was on repeat for me. Every time I looked in the mirror, every time I thought about dating someone or, you know, compared myself to others. And so there was this cycle. And so I told this healer those three thoughts. I'm unlovable. I'm ugly. Uh, you know, I can't even love myself. I don't even love myself. And uh, so she said to me, okay, I want you to go home and I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to speak out three things. I'm beautiful. I love myself. I'm worthy of love. And so the next day I found myself standing in front of a mirror. I had just left my abusive relationship and I was all alone with literally just a sleeping bag on the floor behind me, a shower curtain in the bathroom and a couple of bar stools. And so there I am staring in the mirror, sleeping bag behind me, and I can't even bring myself to look myself in the eye as I speak these words. But I spoke them. I love myself. I'm beautiful. I'm worthy of love. And for me, that was when the journey of healing really began. I'm going to talk about why affirmations work in coming episodes, but just to keep it simple, we're talking about vibration here. And the reason why it took me a decade to shift my life and my energy with just affirmations was A, I wasn't vibrating at the level of those affirmations. I didn't feel like they were true. And B, I had a lot of unprocessed emotion, which we're going to talk about in coming episodes. I had a lot of unprocessed emotion that was blocking my vibration, that was radiating and broadcasting at a much lower vibration uh, and getting in my way. And so I really just want to share with you today a really cool, tangible exercise that can help you start to move in the direction of your dreams. If you're finding that you're self-sabotaging, uh, there's a there's a great exercise we're going to walk through today together that may help you shift the direction or uh, change the direction of your journey right now. 
you know, as I share this story, I feel like a completely different person. I can barely even remember or connect to the girl who looked in the mirror and thought she was ugly, who looked in the mirror and didn't love herself. Uh, these days, when I look in the mirror, <laughs> I'm high five in one. I'm celebrating, I'm cheering, I'm doing what I call raising hallelujah, you know, lifting my hands in praise and gratitude and thanks because I'm beautiful, I love myself, uh, I'm I'm worthy of love and I'm worthy of so much more. I'm happily married uh, and, and abundant and living my dream life. And I get to help others step into their dream lives too. And so... I really, truly did go from broken, destructive, self-hating, self-sabotaging, depressed, lost, practically penniless, to being whole, abundant, confident, self-loving, purposeful, and full of joy. In the last few years, everything has come together. And in the last year and a half, I discovered a tool that is very simple. I always say that there's many doors to the same house, but this door I found beats many of the doors that I've discovered along the way. Uh, I mentioned I was a counselor uh, in, in my background. I have a counseling background. I'm no longer a certified counselor. Uh, I let that certification go as I stepped more fully into coaching and helping people step into their future selves. What I found was we don't all need to verbalize what happened in our past, but we do need to open that door to identify the emotions and triggers and filters and beliefs that are holding us back from fully stepping into our gifts and our divine mission and purpose. And so the exercise I want to leave you with today is one of my favorite it's called the ideal life. And so what I want you to do, if you're willing and open, is to write down on a piece of paper, it's a year from now, but I want you to write it as if it's in the present. So pretend you are sitting at your desk or at your table a year from now. And everything has fallen into place. You've gotten out of your own way. You've stepped into your gifts. You're financially comfortable. You love yourself. You're in a loving relationship. And all of your dreams are coming to fruition. I want you to write it as if it's already happened. Your dream life. After you've written it, Read it into your phone, okay? If you have an audio app or even just the video function on your phone, read it into your phone and listen to it. And when you listen to it, I want you to notice where you resist. I want you to notice where you feel like, oh, that's not true, or that's not me, or that's never gonna happen. I want you to notice where you feel fear or discomfort, or anxiousness, or sadness. I want you to notice the thoughts that come up and just highlight those sections. Some of the things you already have, some of the things you are already living your ideal life, 
some of the things you would change. And so this is a really cool exercise to highlight what you don't think is possible. Okay. And so just highlight the areas that are a little bit hard to say and notice in the coming episodes, you'll be able to learn how to clear that discomfort. But right now, we're just going to get clear on what's the goal? What would be dreamy? That's my favorite question. What would be dreamy? Okay. And once we shift into that, what would be dreamy? Just noticing what's uncomfortable. If you don't want to wait for coming episodes, uh, you absolutely can get my book, Self-Sabotage No More, on Amazon. It's a super quick read. And if you listen to Audible, it's a super quick listen. But, uh, and, and you know, you can go through, uh, there is a chapter, uh, let's see, page 60, the alarm method that will walk you through how to release these emotions that are coming up that you feel as you read your ideal life. You can also grab the PDF version of the alarm method at my website at www.jennypotter.com. So there it is for today. Thank you so much for being a part of my very first episode. I am so excited to do this limited podcast uh, where we are sharing uh, little hints and tricks and tips along the way to help you get out of your own way and live your divine purpose, live your divine mission, discover your mission if you don't know what it is, and truly self-sabotage no more. Thank you so much for listening to an episode of Self-Sabotage No More with Jenny Potter. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and make a comment, do a rating, give a testimonial. If you have not yet read my book, Self-Sabotage No More, you can find it on Amazon and many of the other book buying, book listening apps. So check it out, Self-Sabotage No More. And one last thing, if you would like to join my community and learn more on a weekly basis on how you can get out of your own way and step into your best life, please request to join my Facebook group community at Self-Sabotage No More with Jenny Potter. You can find out all of this information, including working one-on-one with me coaching-wise at JennyPotter.com. Thanks again for listening and bye for now.